What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> one love, one heart. Let's give together and feel alright. Love it. Love it. Welcome back to the life of Caligula. Really, it's the life of Ray and Cam, but who's who, details? Well, if Tommy G has anything yeah. to do with it, that's that's what it should be, with a little bit of Caligula around the side. <laughs> and if you listen to some of our iTunes reviews, it is that. <laughs> it's mostly just us talking about ourselves yeah. and uh, doing dick jokes with right. a little bit of history. Well, uh, I, wait, let's not... Uh, what? Yeah. No, I was just going to say, what? if we were doing personal stories, I've got something to add, but we don't have to do that. We can jump right into big old Cal, Cal Lick, Caligula, whatever. No, give, give me your stories. <sighs> it's Keep a, Tom happy. It's over, Cam. Everything that I've worked for, everything I've built up, my last two years of freedom, paradise, relationship with my dog, love-hate as it is, is over because Heather's schools are being closed down. They have to teach remotely. And now my wife and daughters, who I profess to love very much, are going to be here seven days a week for a while. Fuck <laughs> me. So it's all, uh, it's all over. It's all, uh, you you I can wear, come here. <laughs> I could. Well, can I? I mean, I'm sure it's really no. cheap, cheap to fly there, but I might die either on the way or when I get mm. there. Yeah. Mm. Like Tom Hanks. Right. <laughs> you messed up our national treasure, you son of a bitch. Yeah, as I keep saying, it's revenge for fucking Forrest Gump, motherfucker. You come here with your Forrest Gump bullshit. We'll cut you down to size. Okay, so I think we need. I think we need to make a deal. Like right. one of us is going to die. Obviously. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Statistically, in speaking. the next right. next couple of months. So, yeah. um, whichever one of us survives. Right. I like where this is going. Uh, Except I'm older. <laughs> needs to... I think we just do a deal now that we completely forget that the person who died ever existed. <laughs> we 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 start on them. We'll just cut them out, raise them from history. Rec- exactly. Yeah. Because right. we don't want we don't want the audience to be sad. No. No. So no. So we'll no, just no. Comp- just replace them right. with somebody else and keep. I mean, obviously, if if you die, and and obviously we both know that. That's Probably the it's likelihood. It's probably going to happen. Um, I'll just keep going with a soundboard. Right. I'm not, I'm gonna You're sh- good. I'm not going to share no, the money with anyone. No change. No change whatsoever. I just got, the, yeah. the only problem I'll have is working out who's going to send me cigars because the soundboard. Right. Cannot. At this stage, cannot. By the way, I did get some uh, the day before yesterday. So oh, thank good. You. Yeah, I yeah. Got back, from, got back from Melbourne. Cigars. Waiting for you. Big, yeah. Yeah. I know what you like. Um. Uh, I did. I did want to read you this. I want to read this out. You'll appreciate this. Um, you may have already seen. I'm not sure if this is going around, but one of my QAV subscribers sent me this uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, UK virus alert. The English are feeling the pinch in relation to recent virus threats and have therefore raised their threat level from miffed to peeved. <laughs> Soon, though, this level may be raised yet again to irritated or even a bit cross. The English have not been a bit cross since the Blitz in 1940 when tea supplies nearly ran out. The virus has been recategorised from tiresome to a bloody nuisance. The last time the British issued a bloody nuisance warning level was in 1588 when threatened by the Spanish Armada. The Scots have raised their threat level from pissed off to let's get the bastard. They don't have any other levels. Right. This is the reason they've been used on the front line of the British Army for the last 300 years. Yeah, cannon fodder. The French government mm-hmm. announced yesterday that it has raised its alert level from run to hide. <laughs> the only two higher levels in France are collaborate and surrender. The rise was precipitated by a recent fire that destroyed France's white flag factory, effectively paralysing the country's military capability. Italy has increased the alert level from shout loudly and excitedly to elaborate military posturing. Two more levels remain, ineffective combat operations and change sides. The Germans have increased their alert state from disdainful arrogance to dress in uniform and sing marching songs. Australia, meanwhile, has raised its alert level from no worries to should be right, mate. 
Two more escalation levels remain. Crikey, I think we need to cancel the Barbie this weekend. And the Barbie is cancelled. So far, no situation has ever warranted use of the final escalation level. (laughs) Pure gold on so many historical levels. Oh, and my race has been postponed until September. So... There's, if I was still coming to the US, I could coming, come and visit. Right. Yeah. But I'm not, so I You're can't not. and I won't. No. I understand. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Well, in the midst of global meltdown, I guess we'll just talk about history and right. see if there are any parallels that we can learn from. Right. But if I may real quick, uh, in relation to your other show with Tony... Q, Q, C, V, A, B, C, D, L, S, D. Um, I've learned from Tony in this down market, I'm going to invest. And when it comes back up, I'm not going to be another Tony, but I'm going to be a thousand air. Really looking forward. So this is an opportunity for those who can stay calm. I'm going to buy toilet paper mm. and invest in certain stocks. Boom. Uh-huh. Done. Mm. Anyway, mm. I, yeah, I just wanted to. I would be, like to be, a, yeah. I would like to be a hundred air. <laughs> if you work hard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. And at the outset, I want to acknowledge right. uh, that in preparing for this show this week, because you and I are such, we're such professionals at we this. We are. We are. Um, we both uh, use different primary books. <laughs> Ray said, I got up to the end of chapter four. Where are you? I said, I'm at the end of chapter nine. And he went, and I what? Shit and I myself. Said, yeah. Which book? And I said that, but he goes, oh, I was using another book. And I was like, well. So, well, you know what? I got an idea. Let's do something new. Let's wing it and see, <laughs> and see what happens. I just want to point out that we have been using my book all along. Right, right. I don't know why you decided to just change horses in the middle uh, of this. The, this horse had a sexier back end. I don't know what to tell you. It, it just kind of mm. happened. But it won't be. It won't matter in a couple of weeks because one of us will be dead. So hey, no sweat. Yeah. No sweat. Yeah. Well, where we left off last time. Uh, this is episode sixteen, by the way. If anyone's paying attention still, um, at the end of episode fifteen. Everybody close to Caligula is dead or in yeah. exile. Right. Uh, he has ripped up the Senate. He's ripped up the the proconsuls, the generals. Moved people around. Had people. You know, some people executed, but but not as many as you might think exactly. based on his reputation. Yes. Uh, yes, he executed his bum, bum boy, Lepidus, uh, moved, sent his sisters into exile, killed Geticulus. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, really. Very uh, sound reasons. As, yes. Well, it would appear, it would to, appear me right. to be so. Yes. But... Effectively, it's 39 CE. He's all alone. Um, But the good news is, in this world that we live in, um, we're always looking for good news. Right. The good news... No corona. uh, ...is that today we have an excuse to talk about this... Everybody now. 
ladies and gentlemen, yeah. don't you feel it? Yeah. Don't you feel the love? You're, you're welcome, people. Yeah. We're going to talk about Africa. Well, I'm going to talk about Africa. I'm not sure if this is even in your notes. Have you got Africa in your notes? I have the word Africa. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's something. <laughs> I'll just fake it. By the, by the way, at my first screening of the film, which yes. went very, very well. Nice. Um, in the intro, when I was thanking everybody, all right. the producers and blah blah blah, I, th- I, I thanked you. I said, "Force uh, a habit, or uh, a- yeah." Anyone, anyone here know who Ray is? Everyone, yeah. <laughs> by four people in the audience. I love you, four people. I said, I said, "I'd love to thank Ray, without whom none of this would have happened." <laughs> Well, uh, well, probably would have happened, it, but it, it, you yeah. know, it, not it, the same. It, yeah, not yeah, the same. Right. Uh, during the days of the Republic, uh, the province of Africa, Venus, right? Venus? That's not right. Vetus. Vetus. Autocorrect. Turn it into Venus. I got two oh. words. I got Africa, and I got Vetus. V a t u s. V E T E T U S. Shit. V E T U S. Yes. Yeah, Modern Vetus. Tunisia. I have five words. <laughs> I'm going to keep a tally. Africa Vetus. Vetus. Yes. Old Africa. Ah. I think. Vetus. Old Africa. Um. Was modern Tunisia, as you said, and it had been conquered in the second century BCE. Right. And the whole Hannibal business, and then yeah. lots of uh, lots of Italians made their way to the frontier, yeah, Deadwood style. That there was an <laughs> Al Swearingen right. of uh, Africa. <laughs> oh, that's how you get a fucking blood ooh, stain out no. of a carpet. Camp, you got to do Al Swearingen, but with an Italian accent. <laughs> <clears throat> Next half an hour, pussy's a half off. That's all I have to say about that business. <laughs> and, and you're right. They went there, they set up colonies, and they set up a thriving merchant class. This is now important to Rome because it's all about the Benjamins. All the Italians made their way to the frontier in search of wealth mm. and dark pussy. <laughs> the, now, to the west of the Africa province was Numidia. The last king of Numidia was... Juba, our old friend Juba. Right. Oh, uh, I used to have a song for Juba, a Juba Juba, or something <laughs> like that. I don't remember what that was. Feels racist. After JC right. defeated him in 46 BCE, he was forced to commit suicide. Aww. This is the guy whose beard JC pulled during a trial in Rome. Oh, yes. Uh, like, he's like, this witness, it's, he's even wearing a fake beard. Look, uh-huh. pull it off. It's the <laughs> butler. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and, and then Juba, not surprisingly, after Caesar tried to pull his beard off in a courtroom, uh, sided with Pompey right. during the Civil War. Do you Good remember God. how he committed suicide? Oh, Juba, 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 Juba. He strangled himself with his beard. No, I, I don't remember. Tell me. He uh, sort of escaped after lost a battle uh, right. with JC with a Roman general, Marcus Petraeus, the great 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 grandfather of the uh, American general Petraeus. Battle of Thapsus. Yes. Got fired by uh, Obama for <laughs> right. telling journalists that he thought Obama was a pussy. Um, a, a dark pussy. Like these people went to Africa to well, chase. Ironic, yes. is it not? Ironically, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they had a duel to the death. They agreed. It was a suicide pact. Oh. They'd have a duel to the death. Yes. And one of them would kill the other one, and then the one that was left would commit suicide, I guess. And okay. um, it's assumed, apparently, that Petraeus killed Juba. I'm assuming that's a racist thing. It is. Like, well, of course, a it Roman's going to kill yeah. you know, a, yeah. a, a Numidian. Yeah. Uh, his son, though, Juba II, was then taken to Rome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and raised by Julius Caesar and then Augustus Caesar, and then Augustus made him king of Numidia again many decades later. But by then it was sort of a Roman province. Yes. Africa Nova, New Africa. So Africa Vetus was old Africa. This was <coughs> New Africa. Right. Um, and New Africa uh, is uh, this. And pussy's half price, next 15 minutes. <laughs> 
15 minutes. That's like five times for me. Anyway, please continue. Uh, this is what I wanted to actually play. Oh. This is New Africa. Africa, yeah, that's New Africa. So right. Augustus merged both African provinces together to become Ray. What was the new state called? Oh, oh, I, I currently don't have that word. <laughs> Africa Proconsularis. Ooh, that's fancy. Yeah, it is fancy. Now, mm. Africa Proconsularis was, was hugely important to Rome economically, uh, but, it, of course, as you do uh, when you're an imperialist country, right? Uh, you're never happy because, you know, more Italians were coming out, the more Alswearingians were going out <laughs> there and going, but I want my own part of Africa to build my own whorehouses oh. on. Right. Uh, and, and so they were continually pushing further south, looking for new places where they could establish themselves. And they, were, they kept having to move south and push out the native tribes, kind of like the, the, you know, the founding tax dodgers of, of the United States, always, always saying to the Native American tribes, listen, just go over there <laughs> right. and, and we won't bother you at all. Right? We promise, just go yeah. over there, go across that river, over that mountain, into that valley, you, that's yours yeah. forever. We don't think about this is our, we've lived here for a thousand years. Well, but that's okay. Don't, sorry. Yeah. Tough. Details. We've got guns. Fuck off. Right. Um, freedom, <laughs> democracy, oh. we've got guns. Freedom Just go over there. Right. Um, right. And then a year later, they, the Americans would go over there and go, listen, listen, listen. Um, <laughs> My brother. If you could just fuck off. Right. <laughs> but we just rebuilt all of our teepees. I, I, yeah. I, I really, yeah. Honestly, talk to somebody um, else. Talk to the guy. I, I don't well, my know what team, to tell you. Taylor, when I was in Melbourne, I was trying to, you know, I was in Melbourne with Taylor this weekend. Right. We're walking around. I was going, see, uh, see this bookstore. This bookstore is where <laughs> I bought a thousand books when I was your age. And everything I'm doing today is because right. of the books I bought here. And he said, it's- when? And I said, 30 years ago? And he goes, no, no, no. When when, when did I ask you to <laughs> fucking bore me with this stupid story? It's a holy place. Practically, I said, I said to him, "Where did you become a little cunt? Like right. you used to be nice and yeah. sweet, and, and now, at some point, you just right. you became a little cunt. When with did big, that happen? What happened with the big C? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anywho, uh, that's what they were doing. That's what the Romans were doing to the Africans, oh, shit. and so consequently, they were they always had troubles on the borders, as you can imagine, as well as I guess keeping the natives uh, uh, under control in the areas right. they'd already taken over. Now, much of the investment in building up Africa Proconsularis had been made by senators, so much so Uh-oh. that apparently by Nero's time, half mm-hmm. of Africa Proconsularis right. was owned by six senators. Democracy, baby. Love it. Love it. I don't know if that sounds familiar, but uh, <laughs> half of the wealth right. was owned by six people. Right. I don't, how do you say one percenters in uh, <laughs> Latin? Do you think? I don't know. Uh, oh, Maximus. So Cuntus. I don't know if you. 
Speaking of uh, Latin, I don't know if you saw this on Facebook, but after my screening, I invited a couple of guys up on stage to do a Q&A with me. One, Dr. Michael Bird, uh, Melbourne-based evangelical New Testament scholar, right. and my old friend, the crazy Catholic priest, Father Bob McGuire. <laughs> right. And Michael was unhappy with me at this juncture, A, because he'd seen the film and, he's, you know, it's, it's obviously um, a little bit more sceptical right. uh, than he would have liked. B, I kind of make fun of him in the film. Um, he's the guy that at, at the very end of the film says telling people that Jesus doesn't exist is like going up to a kid in school and telling him that Santa doesn't exist. And then the film cuts to me and I go, well, telling a little kid that Santa doesn't exist might be mean, but it's also true. So yeah. like, mm. what's your point? Yeah. Um, truth, truth will. So he was cranky. So he gets up on stage and he starts having a go at me and he says, by the way, he says this into the microphone in front of the live audience, by the way, uh, <laughs> The, the the title Augustus has nothing to do with the word auger, which right. is a point I'm, I make in the film. Huh. And, and I said, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. He goes, no, it doesn't. Augustus means the venerable one. I said, yeah, but they both come from the same Latin root. He goes, no, nah, and he just rolls his eyes. Like, you know, I've got a PhD, right. motherfucker. you got to so use then bookshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I let it, I let it go. Uh, two days later, he sends me an email with a link to Wikipedia, Wikipedia entry on Augustus. Come on, who uses with, Wikipedia? Come on. I know. What kind of a useless <laughs> cunt uses Wikipedia? And he, and he sends me, and he copy, copy pastes one line, which says oh. Augustus means the venerable one. Mm-mm-mm. So I reply, thanks, Mike. Uh, but if you read further down the page, you'll see that it says some Roman sources suggested that Augustus, uh, the title Augustus, was connected with the Roman practice of augury. And I said, no, I think the Roman sources they're referring to is Suetonius. And, and here's the actual quote from Suetonius, uh, yeah. where Suetonius says that it was connected to augury because, uh, you know, the uh, ancient sources uh, used to say that any temple uh, or altar which had been divined by augury was august or augusta right and i said and, and here's what the encyclopedia britannica has to say on it which is that uh, the title augustus uh, you know was connected with the roman practice of augury so yeah. thanks very much for your contributions mic drop um yeah <laughs> like like don't fucking try and ray me motherfucker <laughs> like uh <laughs> i don't even try anymore and i'm ray yeah yeah so lesson learned do your fucking homework. Like, as I always say, I'm happy for people to tell me I'm wrong, but if you're going to tell me I'm wrong... Yeah. You back, know. Back it up with something other than Wikipedia. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, come prepared to tell, if you're going to tell me I'm wrong. Prepared to get cut, bitch. Anyway. Back to Africa. Yes. Now, Africa had a special status uh, under Augustus Caesar, as Egypt did. But it was kind of it was a weird one. Do you want to do you want to explain why it was weird to people, Ray? Ooh, well, wasn't there? I mean, basically, the senators took this place very seriously because they were making money off of it, and so didn't Augustus try to placate them with this one territory, even though it's important to the state? And I'm getting off of that, uh, not Wikipedia, but a thirty second read of the book that I was supposed to use in the first place. Hmm. Yeah, no, well, it was a bit of a weird one. Like in Egypt, obviously, very important to Rome economically and to Augustus himself. Yeah. It was controlled by an imperial legate. It was Augustus's own province, basically. The nice. Senate didn't have control over it. But with, with Africa, uh, because these senators had invested in, in settling it and building it out right. over, you know, a long period of time, predating... Augustus predating the empire, uh, and I guess their families continued to have an interest in it. It was actually a senatorial province, but yes. it had a legion who was under the control of the proconsul instead of having an imperial legate. So it had uh, it, it was controlled by the senators, but had a legion who ended up being con- con- you know reporting directly to Augustus. That's compromise. That's just or fair or moderate or something, right? Um, yeah. So look, you can continue to control it politically, right? But I control the army. Yeah. Basically. So don't fuck with um, me. Yeah. 
Now, to the west of Africa, the Africa Proconsularis Territory was Mauritania. Okay. Mauritania was a huge tract of land, uh, <laughs> 800 miles in length. The last king of Mauritania was Bocchus, who lost it to Rome in 33 BCE. Mm-hmm. We talked about him going back into the sort of second triumvirate days. Uh, when he lost it, it was integrated into Juba II's kingdom. By the way, Juba II, I'll have you know, was a noted historian oh. and author of many books. Apparently, Pliny references him about 65 times Damn. In, in his own natural history. Right. Um, as, you know, he goes, well, according to Juba... Uh, here's, here's this, that, and the other. Because right. Juba, too, as I said before, after his father was suicided, um, ra- was raised in Rome, yes. got you know, first-class Roman education and became you know, very, very uh, educated and wrote a lot of stuff. Now, he goes on, Juba, the second, this is, to marry Cleopatra Selene... Dion. Or Selene. Right. Cleopatra Selene Dion... <laughs> Uh, the annoying daughter of Marcus Antonius and Cleopatra. Whoa, that's some royal blood shit right there. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. But, but he was a great historian. He was well-educated. He did a lot of reading and he probably lost his eyesight working really hard using a candle. What he was not was a good, focused, detailed kind of ruler. And you kind of need those with uh, important tracts of land owned or indirectly controlled by Rome, because if you don't, shit gonna happen. Well, yeah, he and Cleopatra were renowned for being highly sophisticated. That's nice. Rulers. They, They developed a lot of high architecture. They apparently had a very impressive library. But... Not so good in military affairs, I think, is what right. you're yes. pointing at, which is kind of important when you're a in bit. a country where you've taken over <laughs> kingdoms and this kind of stuff. A bit. It was it was during Juba II's rule that Tacfarinus, old Taco, <laughs> right. rebelled, so as ass. we've talked about in the past. Yes. Um, who was finally defeated by Publius Cornelius de la Bella. No. No? Are you sure? Killed, yeah, killed by Dolabella, oh. but defeated oh, by... Oh, oh, um, Black Jesus' uncle? Blazes' uncle? I can't remember. Black Jesus' Remember Blazes? The, the guy who was a friend of uh, Sejanus and his uncle? He was the, he was the uncle yeah, the of uncle. Sejanus. Yes. Oh, the uncle of Sejanus. The... I'm getting my Black Jesus' uncle and Sejanus mixed up. I apologize. So the uncle of Sejanus. Yeah, one of the original two Praetorian right. prefects. Uh, but yeah, Blazes, uh, Blazes uh, killed, uh, no, they defeated Tacfarinus, but didn't kill him. Right. It was under Juba II's son Ptolemy's rule that Dolabella oh, finally killed thank you. Taco. Thank you. We did all this on the Tiberius yeah. uh, series. Now... Ptolemy, of course, probably had little to do with the actual victory, but uh, the Romans under Tiberius sent him lots of honours yeah. anyway because it's, that's how you do your diplomacy. Yeah. You go, oh, Ptolemy. You great. Oh, oh, wow. The way that the way you, you sat there. Sat there and just just <laughs> look, agreed with look, what we said we were going to do. Look stern. Didn't get in our way. Oh, Fantastic. Mwah. Right. That's what I love about working with you, right? Yeah. Is you uh, generally just stay out of my fucking way. That's, I find it's best. That's really, that's what I'm looking for in a, in a, in a partner. <laughs> well, that's what the application just somebody just said. <laughs> <laughs> laugh at my jokes and just stay out of my fucking way. That's basically. I went, check, check, and I submitted my I'm, application. That's what I'm looking for in a wife. <laughs> Good luck. Laugh at my jokes. Good luck with that. Tell me I'm awesome. Don't, stay out of my fucking don't way. Don't roll your eyes. She rolls her eyes and a lot me, more. And yes, go ahead. Let me tap it right. whenever I, yeah. so, you know, so damn whenever please. I tap, right. Whenever I tap you on the so, shoulder, I'm tapping you. You know that yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tap it. And yeah. occasionally she says, like Larry David, "I'm all tapped out. I took care of myself." So you can come back later. That'd be great. <laughs> no, no excuses. That's my. I can use that excuse. But she can't. 
No, right. my wife can't. Anyway. Chrissy said to me the other day, you know, you come across as a complete dickhead on <laughs> Facebook and on your podcast. No. People just think you're a complete dickhead. You know, no. you, you put on this fake dickhead personality. People it's believe fake? it. I go, yeah, I go, it's hilarious. <laughs> she said, no, it's not. it's not. People think I'm married to a complete <laughs> dickhead. I go, yeah, but you know I'm not. You know I'm just pretending. She goes, yeah, but, you know, everyone thinks. I go, well, Perception you know, is reality. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I... I True story. I, you know, I, I jumped in an Uber uh, the night uh, before the, the night of my film, but before it screened. Mm-hmm. And the Uber driver says, "Got any plans for tonight?" I say, "Ah, oh, dinner and a movie." I'm trying to downplay it, right? right. Yeah, dinner yeah. and a movie. He goes, "Oh yeah, really? Yeah, what, what, what movie are you going to see?" My, now, yeah, what my options are: right. lie, a. Uh, b, say, "Oh, you know, just talk about the film, but don't." Uh, okay, uh, good point. Announce my announce my involvement. Right. Or C, uh, announce my involvement, to you know, be honest. And I said, well, uh, actually, uh, my movie. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm downplaying it. He goes, oh, really? You're, like, you, you're in it or you made it? I go, yeah, I made it. It's just a little documentary that I made. And, um, oh, really? What's it about? So anyway, you know, I'm being... Humble. As humble as possible. Right? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's probably no, killing you, but no, go no, ahead. No. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Honestly, yeah. no big deal. Right. You know, we... We, we, we made a little film, uh, you know, no big deal. Right. Um, but, of course, when I posted on Facebook, I go, yeah, my movie, yeah, yeah. boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I was like, it. yeah, swung my dick in his face. Look at it. <laughs> Chrissy said, you didn't really do it that way, did you? I said, no, no. She goes, well, why, why did you say that? You look like a dickhead. <laughs> like, because it's funny. I, I tried to be entertaining. Like, if I tell, yeah. If I tell the truth. Oh. That's, that's, not, that's not funny. Snorers it's not fun in that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't be. If I'm telling the truth about it, I'm boring. Boring is shit. No one wants to listen to a boring guy. They want to listen to a dickhead. Go, oh, that Riley's such right. a dickhead. But yeah. but they keep coming back for more dickhead. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, <laughs> where was I? I don't Diplomacy? Know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So-, so they sent him uh, an ivory scepter and a triumphal toga with gold stars on purple, Ooh. which... Quite honestly, he loved the shit out of this thing. <laughs> Look at me. A purple toga with gold stars? Look at me. La-di-da. I haven't earned a gold star in a long time. But anyway, please continue. Yeah. So this is in 24 CE. Now, you might think that uh, this is a good thing for young Ptolemy. Again, Ptolemy is the son of Juba the second, right. son of Juba the first. Right. Um, turns out uh, this purple toga may have got him killed by Caligula because the next we hear of him in the history is the year 40, right? Th- thereabouts, and he gets murdered by Caligula. Oh, was that the one where there was a performance going on and he rocked up, Juba walked up with his purple bordered golden star, whatever toga, and distracted the audience? And Caligula found that uh, off putting, or am I getting my stories mixed up? Yeah, kind of close. I mean, uh, according to Suetonius, Caligula invited Ptolemy to Rome. Right. Uh, Rule number one, uh, (laughs) never accept an invitation to a party being held in your honour. Your honour. Right. Uh, So he gets to Rome. Caligula heaps a lot of praise on him, then puts him in prison. Oh. Now, according to Suetonius, uh, Caligula did this because he was jealous of the amount of attention mm. that Ptolemy got from rocking up in his rock and purple well, come, gold star toga. It's like Elton John walking into an ordinary room with his crazy get-ups. You're going to get some looks. Yeah. Yeah. Come now, on. and this probably happened when Caligula got back from Gaul... <gasps> Mauritania Ooh, by then right. had been completely integrated into the empire after the whole Tacfarinas business. Yeah. But, uh, and he may, want to, may have wanted to remove Ptolemy or had removed Ptolemy as a king at this stage. Listen, um, good news, bad news. Uh, ba- let's start with which, which, uh, uh, which would you like, which would you like first, Ptolemy? Well, I'm a, I'm a, Good news kind of guy. Could we go with that one, please, Your Highness? 
Yeah, I, uh, sure. The, the good news mm-hmm. is um, you, you, you're getting an early retirement. You know, you've always complained to me yes, about how much work I'm it so is. I'm so tired. Now, I've heard, Being a king. Right. Now, I've heard in Roman tradition when a king is dispossessed, they go into honorable exile. Um, you get a nice juicy island with nothing but naked naked nymphs running around for me. What do you got for me? What's the bad news? Mm. How bad could it be? Well, that that is the bad news, oh. I'm afraid. Yes, you're right. Normally... That's what would happen mm-hmm. in these circumstances. Mm-hmm. You're a client. You're a client king. Right. You take we care need of your to. Own. We need to take. We need to remove the uh, king bit. Right. Um, no problem. So you're going to go and come. You, know, you basically. Right. This is what happens typically when the U.S. Uh, have <laughs> to remove third world dictators that they've Supported built up when it gets a bit hot. <laughs> you're basically going to end up with a mansion in Miami. This oh, is, you know, nice. Yeah. Easy retirement, mansion in Miami, put your money in one of our... Uh, uh, Joe Biden's got a whole string of uh, tax havens there right. in Delaware that you can use. You can use uh, one, one of the Biden accounts. Yes. Yeah, and that Hunter Biden uh, uh, no doubt used when he was uh, <laughs> raking money out of Ukraine. Right. Um, so... <laughs> Don't worry about oh, right. it. Uh, but oh. unfortunately, right. in your case, that's what would have happened Aww. if you hadn't have rocked up here dressed like but, Elton John. But uh, the whole Elton John but, thing, quite frankly, yeah. just puts puts me off. But this was a gift from Rome. It was a gift from whoever was in charge of the time. Gift, and, yeah. yeah. But it was for you to wear in your own oh. country. Like if you're not smart enough to realize. <laughs> You don't rock up to one of right. my parties that I'm throwing right. with those big glittery star right. glasses on, wearing a long diamond-studded cape. Sure, and the big glasses. Uh, yeah. Yeah, then really I don't think you're smart enough to live. Like if you're too dumb right. to understand <laughs> that you don't show me right. up. Right, right. Honestly, you're probably too dumb to live. One last question. Um do you do backsies? Uh, can I get a second chance? I've learned my lesson. I can leave right now and come back in a janitor's uniform. You know, whatever. Uh, do you do backsies? Uh, do you believe in uh, reincarnation? I guess I'd better. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get a backsies. Is if you get reincarnated, you get another crack at it next life, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Note to self: Don't wear. Okay. Now, Ptolemy. Yeah. Ptolemy gets executed. He's the only one of these client kings who loses their state that gets executed. Now. You might just think that, and this is certainly the way Suetonius would like to portray it, oh. that Caligula's just being cruel here. Yeah. But around about the same time, he does the same exact thing to Mithridates of Armenia. They take over, they, they consume his kingdom, right. send him into exile. He doesn't get executed. Huh. So we need to try and figure out what's a rational explanation. I mean, it could be the purple toga wearing, but probably not. Even I don't think Caligula's that crazy. I mean, the way he's normally depicted is he's batshit crazy, but maybe there are more rational explanations. Cassius Dio suggests that Caligula just wanted uh, Ptolemy's wealth. That's Dio's standard explanation right. for everything Caligula does. He just wants to take people's money. Yeah. But there might be others. And, and like, if he just wanted to grab everybody's wealth, why was he giving so much money to people like Herod Agrippa? Yes. When he sent Herod Agrippa back to Syria, Judea, you know, that whole thing, why right. would he be giving out money? If it's, you know, it doesn't make sense to position him that. So can you think of any other more in your, in your 30 second reading of the source materials, right? Did you concoct any other uh, more rational explanations? Well, one, I know that the last three, you know, you said Juba, the second Juba, the first and his father before him, um, they weren't the greatest uh, military leaders of their kingdoms and Rome had to go in time and time again and uh, clean things up. Maybe that was a he was just tired of the inefficiency of having to send troops down there. I don't know. But I'm guessing this has more to do with the conspiracy that was just put down. Maybe there is a tenuous connection between Juba and, and um, the people that were just killed or are exiled. Yeah. I mean, uh, taking over the kingdom uh, can probably be justified by their military mm-hmm. incompetence right. for several generations. But yes, there, one explanation might be this whole geticulous 
Senate, Lepidus, uh, and and uh, who was the guy in uh, Egypt? I can't remember oh, his God. name. No, that, that, yeah. that name's Anyway. Not. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it possibly connects right back to Macro, uh, Solanus, all these guys. Yes. Now, Ptolemy's father, Juba II, uh, and Gaticulus's father had been friendly. They'd campaigned together. Oh. Um, so one suggestion that Barrett makes in his book, and, and Barrett is sort of the, the go-to guy for uh, Caligula. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, all, the, all the other Caligula biographies, modern Caligula bi- biographies, you know, use Barrett as their sort of go-to point. Right. Which is why I, I had assumed that you would use Barrett as your go-to point mm-hmm. instead of one of the derivative books like Winterling. But no, 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 you, you, you <coughs> chose to listen to the cover version. Of uh, the Beatles songs rather than listen to the fucking Beatles. You're like, well, no, I like this, uh, you know, I like uh, Britney Spears cover. (laughs) Oh, she's Um, she's a crooner. I I, I think I'll use that as the basis. Lesson learned. Celine Dion's cover of uh, Come Together. Come together! Anyway, I'm done. Thank Christ for that. Uh, Now, I mean, maybe, and this is just speculation, of course, but maybe uh, Ptolemy had been promised by Geticulus an independent kingdom if he sported the conspiracy. Right. Yeah, because honestly, we don't know. There's there's no there's no evidence to back this up. This is all speculation, but the timing is suspicious. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could just be that Caligula's gone on a mad tear and is executing certain individuals. But if you join the dots, and this is conspiracy theory uh, territory here, right. but if, you, if we assume that Caligula isn't insane, and over the next few episodes we'll look at some of the typical explanations or justifications for why he's thought of as being insane in this period and, and try and unpick them. Yes. Um, if we if we consider him to be rational, as he was depicted when he started his yeah. reign, mm-hmm. very rational, comes across as quite humble. Um, Thank you. And and we accept that Suetonius and Dyer, our two main sources, contain a lot of elaborate uh, demonization of him, like he's fucking his sisters, etc., yeah. etc. Et right. Uh, if we if we assume that those sources can't be trusted in terms of their depiction of him, and we we assume for a moment that he's actually rational, and we look for potential rational explanations here, oh. uh, and we look at the timing and the evidence of conspiracies going on, it, it may this may be a, a sensible explanation. Right. Another crazy theory, possibly deconstructed. Mm. And, you know, uh, on top of all of that, you know, just uh, consuming, taking over this guy's territory, we don't know when it was announced he was going to do that. Uh, may have been before the conspiracies were fomented. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, as we said before, it makes sense. All of the problems that Rome's had with Taco due to this uh, the poor military administration makes sense. Of course, Ptolemy's people weren't going to be happy about it. Ptolemy wasn't going to be happy about it. And after he executed Ptolemy, the people in uh, this part of Mauritania rose up. One of his freedmen, Adamon, started a rebellion. Cities were burned to the ground. And according to the archaeological record, didn't recover for a long time. Damn. But there was some support for the Romans and the rebellion was put down. The province was then split into two parts, the African province either by Caligula or maybe a little bit later by Claudius. The record is a little bit confused. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is when Caligula takes control of the legion away from the proconsul yeah. and puts it in the hands of the imperial legate. Yeah. So didn't take the province completely away from the Senate, which he could have done. He just takes the legion away from them and puts it in the hand of one of his gods. Because he might have been going by the precedent set by Augustus. But again, it's still a prudent move because I've lost count. Is this the 
third conspiracy that he's had to put down or he's had to survive. I mean, you, you, you try to get out in front of these things. And um, if, even if there is a tenuous link between the general and northern Germany that was killed and um, Juba's father or whoever, I mean, yeah, you, you, you kill the guy, the son, excuse me, you kill him. You take you make sure that the soldiers answer to you. I mean, that's just prudent. I think it's. I mean, I, I think it's all part of the one conspiracy. Mm. I think there's this conspiracy uh, on behalf of the elite to get rid of him, right? Uh, and there, there, there might be several. If that's true, there might be several explanations for it. Like maybe the traditional explanation is was he was crazy, yeah, and they wanted to get rid of him because he was crazy. But the flip side might be okay. Put yourself in their shoes. You've survived the whole. Tiberius Cianus period where there was a lot of executions. Mm -hmm. This kid comes in and he is a kid. Yes. He's got no administrative experience, no military experience. Right. The only thing he's got going for him is his bloodline. Right, right. And great, great, great hair. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And he loves to fuck. But they're the only things he's got going for him, really. Now, you know, we have. Depicted, and the sources depict the Senate from the time of Augustus on as as being uh, fops. They're soft, they're weak, mm-hmm. they're spineless. Um, Morally corrupt. Well, that's always been the case, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. you know, since the end of the Republic, uh, and, and a lot of them died and, and they've been oppressed, you know, basically threatened, uh, uh directly or indirectly by what could happen if they stepped out of line. But it's I, I think it's fair to say, fair to assume that there were a number of them. We're, you know, we're talking you know, several thousand uh, aristocrats yes, elites. in Rome. Yeah. Uh, you know, m- combination of your, your, your senators and your equestrians um, people with money, people with patrician backgrounds or, or, or novo homos um, like you were in, in Vegas, <laughs> or at least so you claimed. I was like, well, you know how to suck a dick. I don't think you can be that new. Um, novos homos. <laughs> it wasn't experience. Um, it was enthusiasm. I've told you that before. Natural talent. Exactly. Um, anyway. So they're... they're there's probably it's fair to assume that there was a number of people yes that had enough spine uh, to go listen really is this are we just going to allow yeah. them to hand power okay listen Augustus was one thing um, Tiberius okay he was a very successful general in his own right he was a philosopher yeah. um, you know boring at first, but yeah. Um, moderate yeah at first but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least he knew what he was doing. Right. Like he'd, he'd run armies. The uh, you know the armies kind of loved him, etc., uh, etc. Et so okay, that was one thing. And then, but it, but it turned bad. It got brutal. Uh, whether it was his fault or Sianus's fault or combination of the two. But this kid, really, yeah. really, are we just gonna just let <laughs> them hand power to this kid who's done nothing, knows nothing? Is this who we are? We're just going to roll over for a 24-year-old kid with no experience who may have a chip on his shoulder because his brothers and his mother's his mother was killed. I mean, what if he decides to I don't know start pointing fingers? I mean, this is not this is not good for us. It can't be good for us. Yeah, so I think it's entirely feasible that enough of those guys existed yeah. that they did talk amongst themselves. How advanced it got? Sure, don't know. But there was talk going on that we've got to get rid of this guy. We need to bring back the Republic. Yeah. Um, and Caligula got wind of it and started chopping off heads. Yeah. Um, so, look, you know, getting back to this whole thing in Mauritania with Ptolemy, it's possible. We don't know, but it's possible yes. that he uh, killed him because he was involved in a conspiracy and then he uh, uh, took the... the Legion control of the legion Ooh. away from the proconsul and put it in the hands of an imperial legate. Yeah. But we don't really know much about the details of what went on here. Right. Um, 
you going to say something? No, I was just going to say, if we don't know the details, then you can't say uh, definitively, definitively one way or the other that he was either justified or that he was absolutely insane. So again, it's one of those things you have to chalk, you have to uh, be moderate in your view and just not accept the things that you've been told, you know, in college or whatever, that this guy was out and out insane. You have to take that with a grain of salt. Like with Jesus. Yes. Which part? Yeah, that, he, that's... that he existed? Well... Or? Yeah, whether or not he existed. Okay. I mean, this is the point. People in the Q&A said, well, what do you think? I said, well, my, my take, my position on it is I'm agnostic. I don't think there's enough evidence to know either way, whether he existed or he didn't exist. There's evidence in for both arguments. Yes. And I think roughly equal um, evidence, r- roughly equally strong arguments for both camps mm. that he you know, did exist as an historical figure or was completely made up. Ghost. Um, so, you know, I think if you're intellectually honest... You just have to say, well, we don't know. Right. It could have been either way. Uh, we don't know. And um, frankly, personally, I don't care. It doesn't make any difference to me as an atheist. I don't right. care if he did exist or he didn't. If he did, I obviously don't believe he was had magic powers. So, you know, it doesn't really yeah. matter. Like with this, it doesn't really matter if Caligula was insane or he wasn't. But it's well, interesting ex- to but, yeah. look. But the more interesting part of this for me is that History has painted him as being insane. Right. But when you actually look at it carefully and you think about it carefully, it's obvious, quite obvious, that Suetonius and Dio are extremely biased. Yeah. And so if you if you accept that they're extremely biased and they're trying to paint the worst picture of impossible, you you then have to go, okay, well maybe exactly that's not the truth and maybe there is a more rational explanation right be, be open-minded about jesus christ our lord and savior and also be open-minded about caligula's sanity or lack thereof our other lord and savior because as we'll talk about in an <laughs> f- upcoming same. episode the same. There, there's a theory that you know he was deified during his lifetime right uh, and it's, this is the same, you know, this is exactly the same argument that I make about Stalin, right? Mm-hmm. The the claims against him are so over the top and made by people with such a strong bias and they make so many obviously false claims, mm-hmm. in the, like Stephen Kotkin's book, sorry, Bob, but I'm going to get back to this, Bob Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're trying and to I, sell I'm stuff. not ignoring... Yeah. I'm not ignoring your emails, Bob. I've just been busy, but I will get to your emails. Um, you know, the, like the claims are so over the top that, it, you know, it, it, ha- it makes you go, oh, okay, uh, something's going on here. You yeah. know, maybe we need to think about this a little bit more carefully. We're being Same steered. with Caligula. Exactly. Yes, yes. we're being steered. Yes. Exactly. They're leading the witness. Right. Trying to lead the witness. <laughs> On a massive scale. Yeah. Um, so Tacitus, uh, when he's talking about the difficulties that Vespasian had at the beginning of his reign mm-hmm. in the year 69, your favourite year, is. the murder of the proconsul of Africa by the commander of the legion mm. explains, uh, Tacitus explains that when Marcus Solanus was proconsul, he doesn't exactly say when, but we've sort of talked about this in an earlier episode. Caligula was afraid of him, so he took the legion away and gave it to a legate. Oh. Now, remember, he brought back Marcus Solanus, and I think Solanus committed suicide. Uh, is that right? Did he commit suicide or was he executed? I can't remember. Um, yeah, I can't remember. We did it a f- few episodes ago which for us is a few months ago right. people so you so, know uh so back the fuck up sorry died 37 ce uh executed okay yeah caligula had him executed um so you know uh, uh tacitus says that caligula was afraid of him um and that may have been the timing behind all of this mm-hmm. uh, if if he thought Solanus was involved in the conspiracy yeah as well Gotta as go. Ptolemy so if Solanus the proconsul and Ptolemy the ex king were involved in this right. um you know and remember oh yeah remember Solanus was involved with uh Geticulus. They went back. Yes. 
two. So it all starts to come together. Yeah, and and if you're and if you're Caligula, I mean, at some point you just got to go. Enough's enough. If if you know if there's even a chance, a decent chance that someone's connected to this latest attempt on my life, I've got to pull out the weeds and the roots. I've got to get all these people, or it's just going to happen again. Now, Cassius Dio says that uh, around 39, when Lucius Calpurnius Piso, the son of Gnaeus Piso and Plancina, mm-hmm. the you know the the, the ones that supposedly poisoned Germanicus. Right. When their son was the governor of Africa, Caligula was worried that he would lead a revolt. And that's why he divided the province into two parts. Ah. So Tacitus says it was, was when Solanus was governor. Dio says it's when Lucius Piso was governor. So we don't really know. But anyway, it's a strange situation to have the senators in control of the administration still, but the imperial legate in control of the legions. But it's actually quite a good setup. Yeah. There are basically two... Well, yes, and there are two commanders. Now, this may have led to some confusion and conflict, but it's also clever. You Mm -hmm. could have the proconsul, and I think this is how it worked, the proconsul commanded the settled regions while the legate commanded the border regions where there's still conflict going on. Right. So they they can both focus on, you know, different areas where they have different strengths. Sometimes, apparently, the legate would even dispatch a small cohort to the command of the proconsul if he had a flare-up in his region. And sometimes the proconsul was given control of the army. So if the legate decided that he could trust him. So there was... You know, it was fairly flexible. And uh, again, Caligula doesn't get enough credit for that. Hmm. He actually created this system that on paper, if you look at it carefully, was probably a good good system. Work, yeah. It wasn't either or, you know. It was a, it was a little bit of this and a right. little bit of that. It was a mumbo number nine right. solution that he came up with here. <laughs> Right. Balance, harmony, mutual respect, get along, work together. How can that not be a good thing as long as someone's not trying to take all the power? You know, you build trust and um, camaraderie. It's a good thing. And it was around about this time that Caligula also planned his famous invasion of Britain. Yeah. But we're out of time, so I guess we'll talk about that next time. I just want to say, but this is also something that is treated typically in the histories and in the film mm-hmm. as a joke, right. as an embarrassing romp. But again, when you read carefully mm-hmm. and put your thinking hat on, <clears throat> it actually makes a lot more sense than it appears um, in, the in the abbreviated version, right. yeah, the abbreviated histories, the right. Reader's Digest, the Wikipedia pages. <laughs> if you will. Uh, if, you, if you will. <laughs> With that, uh, we will <laughs> get out of here. I, I hope you all survive coronavirus, particularly if you're paying subscribers <laughs> to our premium shows. Um, May your enemies not survive. The big, right, right, right. Yeah, the people who just listen oh, to the free shows whatever. doesn't matter. But uh, the, the the paying subscribers, I hope you survive. Or if you don't, establish yes, before you w- die in, in some sort of yes, will yes. that the payments will continue. If you want to pay it out right. in a lump sum too, that's fine. We, we, we accept that. Uh, but just keep it going as part of your foundation right. in perpetuity. We in all seriousness, yeah. people, this is going to be a very yes. trying time. I mean, I read last night that the, one of the congressional medical experts said he thinks 150 million Americans is going to catch the disease. Probably half of the population of the world is going to catch it uh, the way it's looking. Billions of people. Um, wow. Most of us won't even notice. Uh, it'll be like a mild flu. But the people that uh, obviously are in the, the danger mm-hmm. zone, the elderly... Uh, which means we're going to lose uh, family, your parents, grandparents, uncles and aunties, uh, spouses, yeah. uh, ourselves, um, friends. We're going to lose tons of celebrities. We're going to lose tons of politicians. We're going to lose oh, tons yeah. of our Supreme best Court justice. scientists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and yeah, judges and and thinkers and poets and um, we're going to quite possibly have to steel ourselves for the fact that we're going to lose a good chunk of the population and it's going to have a massive impact on us as, as, a, as a people, us as a, as a, uh, with our right. economies for a long Culture time to race. come. This is the yes. new reality. Uh, we, will, we will survive. We will get on with it. And, you know, you and I have done lots of shows on the Renaissance series in oh, particular, yes. talking about plagues. And now we get to and experience yeah, it. Now we get yeah, to experience fucking, one. It's scary um, now. We used, it's fucking scary. But, you know, with the plague right. plagues, the good old-fashioned plagues, even like the 1918 plague, um, you know, it yes. affected everyone equally. Women. Yes. People of any age. I mean, I mean, children, people of any age. Uh, here it's a little bit more discerning right. at this stage. And so, you know, I'm not worried about my children dying. I'm not really worried about myself or Chrissy mm-hmm. dying. Um, I'm not worried about you dying, but that wouldn't bother <laughs> me anyway because i got a soundboard. But uh, so it's right. not as bad. Imagine, I mean, it's bad, but imagine how bad it was with bubonic plagues and these yeah. other plagues where you just lost... 30, 50, 60 percent of gone. the population in a matter yes. of months gone. Ghost town. Um, so we're about to see Co- how this plays yeah. out. And of course, the world isn't ready yeah. for it. Some countries responding better than others. Chinese cracking down like a motherfucker. Yeah. Australia, I you know, apparently Australia is very ready for it because after the disaster of the fires, the Morrison administration, literally the day the Chinese announced that they had worked out there was this Mm -hmm. virus that was deadly the australian government and medical authorities just threw everything at getting ready for this so we're well and truly ahead of the game and we've already got a healthcare system that uh accepts that it's our duty and it's just good common economic sense to make sure that everyone is healthy that's an idea and as i've been pointing out to all of my american friends recently um you know, in Australia, if you get a sniffle, you just go to the doctor. You don't think about yeah. it. You, you, you don't, I mean, unless you think, oh, it's nothing. It's just a cold. Right. I don't need to worry about it. Quite often, I won't go to a doctor unless unless it lingers for a few days. And I'm like, okay, maybe I should. If I don't kick it in a couple of days, like, okay, maybe I should go and get some drugs or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't even go. I remember when Chrissy first arrived here and she had swine flu. She got it on the flight over oh. when she first moved here in 20, 20, uh, 2009. Mm-hmm. And it was obvious, like, she got really sick. And I said, well, let's go to a doctor. She goes, no, 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 I'm not going to a doctor. And I'm like, what, what, are you kidding me? Let's yeah. just go to a doctor. She was like, no, I can't, go, I can't afford it's that. It's a di- big deal here. I mean, I mean, what do you can't afford it? It's free. She goes, what? <laughs> no, it can't be free. It sound right. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's free. She goes, but I'm not, I'm not, even, I'm not a citizen. Like, they're not going to give a shit, nigga. They're not even going to ask you where you're a citizen. Like, as was reported, I read this in the New York Times last night, like Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are lucky that they found out they got sick in Australia because they just got treated like we treat everybody here. It's like, you're sick? Let's go see a doctor. Damn. It's not because you're rich Hollywood celebrities. It's like... You're human beings and you're sick, so we will fix you. I gotta move. That is what a sophisticated, civilized country okay. does. Right. But of course, in America, you're still, you know, Trump's still in the denial phase. Oh, yes. Yes. And Americans don't have that relationship with healthcare that we have. I don't have healthcare. Exactly. I mean, the rich do. Yeah. The ones with good jobs that pay for it maybe do. But the vast majority of Americans don't. So, of course, then they're going to, you know, yeah. uh, not get diagnosed quick enough, not quarantine. They, it's, they're going to spread right. it further than it would otherwise. And uh, you're all going to die. Right. That's, what, that's it. I'll tell my wife, I don't want to risk you people because I love you and I'm the oldest one here. Y'all should leave or I'll go to a hotel for a couple of months. Yes. Just lock yourself in your podcast studio. <laughs> slide my meals under the table, <laughs> under the door. I will then spray <laughs> them with a disinfectant. I'll, I'll shit into a pail and I'll slide that back to you, honey. I think this is going to work. Anyway, in all seriousness, yes. everybody, uh, be sensible. Take care. Yeah, uh, we love you. Uh, we, we respect you. We want you all to survive this. 
be good to each other. This is going to bring a lot of, you know, stress yes. and tension, even beyond toilet paper wars in the supermarkets. This is going to create enormous economic and, and social stresses and tensions. More than ever, remember, don't be a cunt. Uh, treat each other with love and respect and look after your fellow human beings and uh, let's pull through this as best we can. Yes.